Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Let's begin by giving you an opportunity to win a $25 gift certificate to Sorgles if you're the 10th caller, 412-922-1020. Mr. Till will be here in a little bit, Davy Tree, Talking Tree. Doug wants to talk to you in the first couple of segments, so if you have a question and who doesn't as the harvest rolls in for Doug, you need to call us at 866-391-1020. I'm jealous you're headed to Janoski's today. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm uh, going to go to Janoski's a little later on today, this afternoon. I'm picking up garlic. And uh, stay tuned the next uh, several weeks because I've got lots of places I'm going to be giving away garlic. And you know how... uh, I love that Janoski's garlic, man. That's the good stuff. Are you taking like a dump truck out there with you today? <laughs> Just about. <laughs> Back it I'm up. I'm getting a lot of garlic. <laughs> how much garlic do you think you'll leave with there today? How many bushels of garlic? Mm, I will have to see how it goes. I'm not sure. You know, I'm thinking... today. By the way, it's pick your own weekend as it was yesterday. So you folks have ever wanted to fill the farm freshness of the fields at Janoski's, where you get the bushel basket, you get to go out five acres of all sorts of great things. Today would be a great day to get the family and get the Janoski. It would be fun. Boy, I, I hope tomatoes are in that uh, that field. That would be fun. Do you know what they're, all the things that they're picking? Listen, here's what I want you to do. If you're going there today, I've been trying to get tomatoes out of your garden forever, and I know you're- That's bit, never going to happen. I know. You, you've got so many people you want to give them to. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't rate on that high on the totem pole. But Yeah, me, myself, and I. That's okay. I get it. Pick some and bring them to me. But anyway, because I'll be here all day working. But uh, I think I'll, I'll let you know in just a couple of moments. But I'm sure tomatoes are on the picking order. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm loving all this rain. Hope you're getting it. Hope you didn't get too much. Um, the garden is a jungle. You know, I've had people sending me pictures. My friend Pat up in Butler, he's got a tomato jungle. I've been picking cucumbers like crazy. And I tried something, an experiment this year with a, a something called a mixed trellis. And so... I built a trellis out of that awful bamboo that is uh, overtaking my property. I use as much as I can to get rid of it. Never plant bamboo. Trust me on that. And um, I planted some cucumbers underneath it, and they're doing crazy. But I also did uh, uh, something called uh, scarlet runner beans. I love runner beans. They'll flower first until it gets cool. And then they'll put on beans. And I also put some morning glories in there, too. So they're all kind of together on the same trellis, and that's looking good. Keep planting. Uh, keep planting. Lettuce, radishes, Swiss chard, beets, uh, peas, weird greens, kohlrabi, spinach. This is a good time to put spinach in. 
we, as you know, as we're looking at the weather, as we're looking at the nights being cooler and cooler, this is when we start on these cool weather crops so that we can extend the season. Um, did a, a pea experiment where I started my peas in July. I've never started them that it, at that time. Usually, I'm starting them right about now. But uh, they're looking good, and the, the trick there was I put them in a bed where it was morning sun, afternoon shade, because, again, peas are one of those things. They love cool weather, but you got to get them started in, in time so there's time to, to harvest. So we'll see what happens. Also, perennials. I've got a whole list of deer-resistant perennials, and they have to be deer-resistant at my house if they're growing outside the fence. I can't tell you how many different salvias I'm growing that and the deer have not touched them. They're walking right by it. And so I've got lots of different salvias out there. Any milkweed is deer resistant, you know, comb flowers. Again, it depends on the herd. You know, I talk comb flower and then people will say, well, they, they eat it in my yard. I'm just putting things on here that, uh, have done good in my garden where the deer haven't touched them. Globe thistle. I was at our friend Steve Rapaski's parents' house and they had the most Beautiful blue globe thistle with uh, orange daylilies behind it. Uh, how they kept the deer off those orange daylilies, I have no idea because they have deer bad. Sedum, lavender, catmint, Russian sage. Ligularia is a, a shade lover I talk a, a, about a lot. Ligularia, I grow one called Brit Marie Crawford, but there's a million different ones. The shade-loving perennial that the deer don't touch that... I've never had to water, and it's just coming into bloom now. Bee balm, lamb's ears, these are all things that can be planted now, and you can find them on sale at, at your nursery, especially in three, four-inch pots, you know, uh, looking at the weather with rain, with cooler temperatures. Uh, all I'm thinking about is, is planting, but I did have a garden disaster uh, during the last storm we had. My garden shed, which has been there for 25 years, I inherited when I got to the place. It was crushed by, just crushed by a tree. Uh, and we'll see what's, what's <laughs> that's where my garlic was hanging. So we'll see what's left. Maybe maybe I'm going to have to get some extra at, at Janoski's. Or, or make where, a big pot of sauce. Yeah, that's where my garlic was, my string trimmer. <laughs> hey, before I get any further along in your program, uh, you, this is what you got today. Pick your own weekend. The very fine print, and I'm having a hard time seeing this, but you have got uh, peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers, pickles, lettuce, mm. beans, and zucchini. Man, I've been out in those fields. That is going to be awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that a- is going to be amazing. I mean, those, when I, I'm just thinking of those tomato plants, I mean, they're loaded. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, they're going to be loaded. With lots of tomatoes, Doug. <laughs> uh, you know, if I wasn't so lazy, I'd pick some myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should do one of your Doug Oster videos. That would videos. be a good video. That yeah. would be a good video. And speaking of my videos, this week's In Doug's Garden, brought to you by the Davy Tree Expert Company, is online right now. I saw the streaming thing, by the way, on KDK. Excellent. Oh, good. Good. It makes you, me, and... <laughs> no, no. You, that thing with Davies becoming very popular, I might add. Yeah, we've been very lucky. Uh, but this week, it's how to deal with chewing insects organically, giving a little garden tour, and planting all sorts of weird stuff. Uh, you know me. I just love to grow different things. And then Rob Kruljack from Davy shows all the safety gear needed when you're using a chainsaw. It's good stuff. Uh, 
So that's online at DougOster.com. And real quick, my April trip to Portugal sold out, but. But there's more. <laughs> I'm headed to Tuscany, back to Tuscany in a year from October, October 2023. I know that's a long way off, but I'm finally putting together the trip I've always wanted to do for Italy, which is off the beaten path Italy. And the good thing about this, we will see Florence and Pisa. Uh, those are the two biggest cities we'll see, but the rest are all through little towns, little hill towns. And in my opinion, that is the best part of Italy. But but again, part of this trip is, you know, I was thinking, how do you do off the beaten path Italy for people who have never been to Italy? And so you can extend it. You can extend it three days and do your Rome trip. And I've seen Rome many times, and I love Rome, but I love to be out in the hinterlands where uh, there are fewer tourists. And so that's just something to think about in the future. You know, I'll, I'll talk about it here and there, but, you know, people are tra- starting to travel like crazy now, and uh, I wanted to go back to Italy so bad. That is by far my favorite place to visit. And now to be able to do Off the Beaten Path Italy. All that information's at DougOster.com. Uh, and uh, lots of other stuff there, videos and stories. I have a big story there, my recent story from Pittsburgh Earth Day, all about uh, dealing with pests and diseases organically. And we've had lots and lots of of problems with fungal diseases and uh, overrun with the chewing insects. And so you want to deal with it organically. You want to deal with it safely. And so all that's at, at the, the website and... We'll see what the insurance lady says on Monday about uh, my shed, if <laughs> if I get a new shed or what happens there. So, Rob? Yes, sir. Are we ready for a break? We are ready for a break. If you have a question for Doug, call us, 866-391-1020. What will Mr. Till be talking with you about, Davy Tree Talking Tree? It's supposed to be about drought and trees, but we've had so much rain. We'll talk about watering trees, what's going on, what, what are you seeing with all this rain. You know, like my property, you know, when it's dry, it's it's sad, but when it's too much rain, it's also sad. Cause so things, what's things good rain for people who garden? What type? One inch a week. One inch? In the morning, if you could get it, you know, that would be great. But any rain is good rain. Uh, you know, you, you can't have too much rain unless you've got these areas that... Flood. Yeah. Other than that, in the garden, you're you're. this is the, the best thing that can happen to you. You know, it's been easy not to have to water. Although, don't forget to fertilize. You you do have to fertilize those containers. Keep them keep them going strong. All right, we're going to get a break in here. But if you got a question for Doug, we got all four lines available. I would call right now, 866-391-1020. And especially those tree questions, we'll keep right through the Davy Tree Talking Tree segment with Mr. Till. And then he'll be with us for the final segment, taking your calls as well. Of course, this is the Organic Gardener. He is that guy, DougOster.com, Rob Pratt Sunday, KDKA. All right, Doug said, let's talk. So we need to talk. Get going, folks. 866-391-1020. Here's Gary from McMurray, not to be confused with Fred McMurray <laughs> from My Three Sons. Gary, how are you? Welcome to KDKA. Good. Good morning, fellas. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Enjoy the show. Uh, back a couple of years ago, I planted several Tutora turtle head plants on the side of my house, which have gotten very overgrown, I guess, uh, how to describe it. They're probably at least three feet high and three feet uh, wide or more. And I was just wondering how I go about uh, 
trimming those back. I assume I have to wait till after they bloom here in the fall, but uh, yeah, you definitely you give me any insight there. Yeah, you definitely want to see the blooms. You know, that is a really cool perennial, and it does have a, a tendency to take over clump forming. Uh, probably the best time to, to split it up or to remove some of it would be spring, but you could also do it in the fall. You know, as it's uh, slowing down at the very end of the season, you can just kind of dig dig out what you don't want there. Uh, a lot of times people will, will dig them out and split them up a little bit, move them around the garden, give it, you know, so there's other places for the uh, plant to grow. So it's up to you as far as fall or spring, but when it first first starts poking up in the spring would be the time the ideal time to make the move, but you could do it in the fall too, if you want. So to go at that, I need to literally dig down into the soil around the, the plant. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, I want to scale it back. Yeah. It's just a, it's a big clump of roots that uh, is expanding every year. And so that's just what it's going to do. Uh, if it's getting out of hand, if it's, it's getting in the way. Yeah. We get in there, dig out what we don't want. And like I said, if it was me, I would move it to another part of the garden because I don't want to waste that plant or give it to a good gardening friend, you know. That's a really cool plant, and one that's not grown that much uh, in perennial gardens. You don't see it that much, but it's a it's a reliable bloomer and pretty pink and sometimes purple flowers. Uh, one more question, if I have a moment. Um I'm sorry, I can't remember the exact name of the plant that I put in earlier in the spring. Uh, I believe it was at some point uh, referred to as the Wizard of Oz that has a blue spike. And um, I haven't had any luck in in them growing. They've, they've died off uh, shortly after they bloomed. Um, is there any secret into... Uh, growing those. So I think what you're talking about is Veronica uh, Speedwell. Uh, blue flowers, is that what you said? Yes. And spiky. Yes. Uh, full sun and and, well, and good drainage is important. Uh, and then also, you know, improving the soil with compost. That's, that's basically all you can do, but got to have drainage for a plant like that. Where was it set up? Where was it growing? Was Could, could its feet get wet or... Uh, yeah, it was getting water, and it was in the front of my uh, home where there's no, like, overhang. Uh, uh, it didn't get sunlight all day long, um, but it did get several hours of sunlight during the day. Probably needs at least minimum six. Uh, eight, eight or ten would be better. I'd give, I, it another, I'd give it another try because they're tough as nails as long as it can get the sun but again the good drainage is the important part that okay that you've got to be sure that there's compost in there so that it can drain really well yeah all right all right thanks for your time thanks appreciate your it. call all right what else is on your mind this morning i was just looking up wizard of oz plant <laughs> i never heard it called that before i always knew it as called run toto run <laughs> but anyway we're not in kansas anymore well, getting lots of questions this, like we do this time of the year. Weeds in driveways, weeds in the garden, weeds between uh, cracks and pavers. And the way I deal with them is a string trimmer. Although now, what am I going to do? My string trimmer is underneath a big tree. So I guess I Ooh. can't 
Yeah, well, how much stuff did you have in that shed? <laughs> Not that much. It was actually on its way to being converted to a she shed. So, uh, A what shed? A she shed. Do you know what a she shed is? Mm-mm. Like a man cave. Oh, okay. Only for women. Nice. She shit. Nice. Uh, so not much was left in there, uh, luckily. So uh, the sad thing about that shed actually is that you're going to rebuild. I don't know what we're going to do. It depends on what the insurance says. You know, I don't know. I like those little sheds. But it had a painting on it when we got there. Uh, a oh. painting of uh, Pennsylvania Dutch. The two. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really nice, and it, you know, held up pretty well for all those years, considering I didn't do anything to it. Be- being that you brought this up, and I'm sure the Janoskis could answer this if you don't have the answer. You know how when you're driving, you see all the, years ago, they would have, like, the billboards painted on the side of barns? hmm Did those farmers get paid for that? Definitely. Cool. Mail pouch? Yeah. Yeah, mail pouch would, I don't know what it was, but, yeah, it was definitely an advertising campaign. Pretty cool. Yeah, mail pouch. Those was amazing to see. They're, they were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that was great, quite a campaign. So anyway, with, with weeds and driveways and, you know, sidewalks and stuff like that, I really, you know, string trim. And then there are some organic herbicides uh, that use uh, vinegar, clove oil, stuff like that. Again, you know, you want to do this in a responsible manner to deal with these weeds and so that you're not disrupting, you know, the whole cycle of life at, at nature. And like I said, so many fungal issues this year. When you have a ra- you know rainy su- midsummer like this, I'm seeing a lot on on tomatoes. You know, uh, which is the uh, early blight, septoria leaf spot. In the case of tomatoes, when you if you start to see that on, on the bottom, oh, you got a call? Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, Virginia, you're on KDK. How are you? Hello, Virginia. Hi, Virginia. Go ahead. Oh, I guess Virginia's not there. As I was saying, at the bottom of those tomatoes, when it's turning uh, brown and yellow, uh, and that's what we're seeing right now, remove that infected foliage. Uh, you know, it's always better to deal with a fungal issue before you see signs of damage, you know, and, and that's kind of like the, a completely different way of dealing with uh, a problem. As usually, we see the problem and we deal with it, but... When you have a cool spring and then a wet summer, you're going to have these fungal issues. And so for the tomatoes, it's remove the infected foliage, maybe treat with an organic fungicide, although we're pretty far along in the season. You know, this is not a disease that's going to kill your tomatoes. It's just going to slow everything down. But if you've got on your roses, if you have black spot, uh, powdery mildew on, I had a question today about uh, flocks with powdery mildew, just a, a, a zucchini that has that white, powder on it that's powdery mildew and again it's that one is basically aesthetic you know the powdery mildew uh, and the black spot too you know with with the roses but if you know a plant's going to get black spot or if you know a plant's going to get powdery mildew then you 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 treat it before you see signs of damage it's always the best way to do on any uh dealing with any kind of fungal issue. You and Mr. Till have hats on. I didn't get the memo. Yours says Croatian. That looks just like some camouflage deer action. Whatever. Sit down, Dick. I can't hear you. Get, get by that microphone. What's that hat say? Davy Tree. Oh, Davy Tree. Nice. Cool. You should get one of those. I have one. <laughs> I figured. All right. I have lots of hats. You have to with my hairline. Your hairline is just fine.
<laughs> All right. We'll take a short break. Mr. Tiller's in the house. We got a lot to get to. So droughts, or maybe you might shift gears because we've gotten some rain. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be drought. I'll okay, tell that you was, that. that's what we were going to talk about, <laughs> but not today because Mother Nature has rained upon us in a good way. Stay tuned. David Ballarado with the news next. I'm right back at it. Davy Tree talking tree with Mr. Dick Till on KDKA. And we are joined by Dick Till in studio again, which is great. Great to see you, Dick. Great, great to be here. Good to see you guys. Supposed to be talking all about drought. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, luckily that's pretty much coming to an end here. Um, you know, even though we're we're just a little bit shy of our average rain for the year, you know, we'll go for long periods of dry, and it'll get an inch or two of rain in, in an hour. You know, a lot of times it'll just run off, and uh, you know, especially people that do mulch year after year, uh, if they don't turn over the old mulch. The mulch gets hydrophobic, so the water actually will run off the mulch. And whenever you water, you know, you just have to kind of get it wet first and let it soak in. You know, do that all around and then come back and give it a good soak. And, but with the rain we've had right now, I think uh, we're in pretty good shape for now. Yeah, it looks, looks good, definitely. But when we did have that period of that, that dry spell, did you see anything unusual or, or trees for the most part can handle that? You know, we had at least probably four weeks there of, like, not much rain. Right. Yeah, if they're mature, well-established trees, you know, they're used to going through the dry spells. But if you have anything that's weakened or new plants with a developing root system, you definitely got to do the deep watering to keep them going. And then when they're dry, they're more susceptible. You see more sucking insects like the aphids, um, you know, the woolly adelgids on the hemlocks have been going crazy this year, too. So on the other side of the coin, with all this rain, what do you see? Now, I could tell you right now, my crab apple doesn't look so hot. Yeah, they, <laughs> all the leaf diseases, any fungi love humid, you know, moisture, humidity, heat, and uh, apple scab is definitely one of those. Any apples, crab apples, a lot of fruit trees, if they're not treated with a fungicide early, you know, the... Uh, the fungus gets in there and weakens the leaves, makes the leaves fall off. And uh, it doesn't outright kill the trees, but it weakens them because they're missing all that photosynthesized food. And uh, that's another thing with uh, dry spells. You'll see trees like uh, river birches, you know, that love to have their roots wet. As soon as we start to go through a little dry spell, you'll see the leaves falling off. And we get phone calls for that all the time, you know, is my tree dying? But the trees are just trying to conserve their own energy. Uh, you know, they transpire water through the leaves, and the evergreens too, through the foliage all the time. So if the water's not available for the roots, the tree will lose a bunch of leaves to try to conserve its water. And it's uh, even in the wintertime with the evergreens, you know, they have their needles on all winter long. If the ground's frozen and the water's unavailable to the plant, then uh, the plants get desiccated. And, you know, there are treatments, anti-desiccants you can spray on the evergreens to keep them from losing moisture in the wintertime. Well, we do have a couple of tree questions out there. So, Rob, let's see what we, we've got going on. Right. Don, you're on KDK. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I had a over a 100-year-old uh, Nordic maple tree cut down about five and a half years ago. And this year I decided to, uh, well, and after I cut the root, uh, after I had it cut down, I just put a couple inches of dirt over the uh, the tree trunk. 
I was walking through the yard, and my yard's uh, uh, given way. So obviously, like, the, the root system is rotten uh, underneath. So I started to dig it up. Uh, how, how long is it going to be? How long am I going to continue to have this problem of the roots rotting away? Is that, that normal after? You know, I just noticed it this year. Yeah. Like five and a half years. It sounds like it has a pretty good-sized tree, and you'll get the saprophytic fung, fungi moving in. You know, they're just rotting the dead root system. And uh, a lot of those hardwood trees like that, it'll take, you know, 20, 30 years to rot the whole root system. So that's why it's good if you can get get a stump grinder out there and grind it down and give Mother Nature a head start on it. But At this point, though, what— is that still a viable option, or is it just going to have to wait wait for it to rot away? No, you can still get in there with a stump machine and grind it down. And uh, Are you seeing any mushrooms or conks popping up oh, around there? All, 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 all the time I'm getting mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. and that's just the reproductive part of the fungus. The, the active vegetative part of the, the fungus, you don't see. It's just down there with the enzymes rotting it away, and then when it's time to reproduce, that's when it makes mushrooms. Drops okay, now, I've, I've I've pulled out. I'm going to say four or five bags of uh, of root system that I've chopped off, and when I pull out some of the roots, it's still like moist. I mean, like uh, it's still like a living, uh, functioning. Um, well, uh, there's system. no if there's no tree on top of the stump and no leaves making food for the roots there. It's just slowly dying away. Yeah. I'd okay. Because get that. Get that big stump ground out of there. Uh, can you imagine? That's a that's a. I I wouldn't want to be digging out all those roots. A, no. a big maple like that, no. even five and a half years later. I know. I'll see people out there in their yard with a mattock and an axe and digging, and it makes my back hurt just watching. <laughs> all right, let's see if we can stump the tree guy. Here is uh, Ed Alex. on KDKA. How you doing, Ed? Good, thank you. Uh, I have several trees that are obviously dead. They're 60 foot high, and I have someone come in to remove them. But I have a maple that, at the base, the bark has peeled back, and it has a black substance down there. And uh, when do you just be proactive, since I have someone come in and cut something like that down? The leaves aren't falling off this thing, but but it, it just has a severe... Uh, bark flaking well <clears throat> um it's just hard to tell uh how much of the bark is missing is there like a 25 percent or 50 percent like how oh, much? down at the base it, it has probably a two-foot area where the bark you can see the the rotten bark but it's not punky or anything like that but uh, i just thought i might be proactive and this tree doesn't pose any danger to anything, but... Uh, okay, well, that was going to be my next question, if there was, if it was near yeah. a house or anything. But, um, yeah, the best thing to do is just have uh, an arborist take a look at it, and they can evaluate it for you. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is important. You know, you can't diagnose that sort of problem over the phone. Right. You know, and said he has somebody coming out to cut the 60-foot trees, but you need a certified arborist, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. We will be back with Mr. Till. If you have any tree questions, give us a call, uh, 866-391-1020. You have to read the close. 
Oh, that's right. Thank you. For more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to Davy.com slash KDKA. Remember, you can always call the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. I thought the show was over, Rob, when you said the close. <laughs> the Davy close. There you go. 866-391-1020 for a question for Dick Till. We're talking trees. Still, one more segment to go. Doug Oster, DougOster.com. All right, this next question uh, on the, of course, Organic Gardener Show with Doug and Dick Till was, we were talking about this last week, as long as it doesn't impair someone's living space, let this tree grow. Right, Doug? <laughs> exactly. All right, here's Carol and Hopewell. You're on KDK. How you doing, Carol? I'm doing fine. I have a question concerning a maple tree that's in the front of my house. Um, I called Davy Tree Service. I told them I wanted it pruned. I was at home when they came, but they did a good job. They, what he said they did was to cut the extra branches off, the ones that were crossing across other ones and things like that. But I would like to have it pruned uh, smaller. Is it detrimental to the tree to have that done? Yeah, it's not good to cut the tops, the ends of the branches off. Um, it's better let the tree grow natural and uh, like you heard, you know, if, if removing the crossover limbs and any dead wood and, uh, you know, any objectionable limbs. But if you cut the ends of the branches off, then you actually stimulate it and it'll put out, they're called water sprouts. And that growth, succulent growth that comes out will end up growing four or five times as fast as it normally would. So even when you try to top it, you defeat the whole purpose of trying to make it smaller because it's going to grow faster, and then you have to keep topping it. And that's one of the worst things you can do for a tree is top it, and it's just ugly and unhealthy for the tree. It's just indicative of right tree, right place. Right. And whenever we hear, whether it's a tree, a shrub, whatever it might be, when people want to just hack the top off, it, it, the plant is always going to try and reach its genetic size. Right, right. Yeah, and if it's too big for where it's at, then you should consider removing it and putting something smaller, some small ornamental flowering tree in its place and, and let just let it grow natural. Thank you for the call, Carol. So we talked a little bit about this before the break, but the importance of when you have a, a tree issue, a certified arborist from Davy Tree will come for free, right? Right. To yeah. take a look at it. And the thing about having a certified arborist is there's a code of ethics, you know, that, you know, the guy's not trying to just make money off you. Right. <laughs> you know, when you come there, talk a little bit about the process of when you show up at a house, at a property, you know, what you go through. And if, you know, a lot of times uh, people, they want their trees pruned you know, every two or three years, and a lot of trees don't even need it. And, uh, you know, we just give our opinion, and we always do try to do what's best for the tree. And there's many occasions when I'll go visit people, and I tell them, you know, you don't even need to do anything. You know, you can wait another couple of years before you do anything. But, uh, you know, when they call us, we come out and evaluate. A lot of times they'll call just for, like, one big oak tree in the front yard. But while we're there, we walk around and inspect the whole property, all the trees, all the shrubs, and you know, look at the health of the plants and any potential problems, you know, if they need cabling, bracing, um, you know, insect disease problems. But, yeah, we evaluate the whole property. Yeah, you know, the 
having an expert on your property, and it's happened to me where uh, my Davy Arborist comes out and points out things that I should have noticed, but as an expert, that's what they're looking at, either looking down at the base or looking up at the, the tree, but we're so busy, I'm just I'm jumping out of the truck and just going inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most average homeowners, even if they see, you know, a, a sharp split, a sharp crotch in a tree, you know, they don't realize how weak it could be, and, you know, a lot of times there's an actual split, you could see daylight through the split, and you know, they live there, they're out in the yard all the time, mm-hmm. and they never notice that. So that's where the, the trained eyes come in. Well, speaking of trained eye, uh, I did notice something, a bagworm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad this year. So explain what what that is, what it looks like. Yeah, they when they feed on the plants, they use parts of the plants to make their bag. It's like a thick, silky bag, and... Uh, some of their favorites this year, especially the arborvitaes, if you notice the top of your arborvitae turning brown, you have to take a close look. And if you see the bags up there, uh, you know, you should call somebody to get those taken care of. You can even just cut them out or pick the bags off or have it treated. But if those bagworms are let go, they can really run like wildfire through an arborvitae. If, if you can reach them, you can just cut them off, right? Right. Just cut them or pull the bags off and you know, throw them in a plastic bag or in alcohol or something. Has but, any has anything else been bad this season that, that you can think of that's just taken over? Nah, just like we talked about last time, those spotted lanternflies are still coming this way from the east. And You seeing them? Yep. I was in Mun Hall two weeks ago on an empty lot, and there was Alanthus trees growing. You know, uh-huh. their tree of heaven is their favorite food, and... I was uh, doing an evaluation on this lot, and I was looking at the tree, and like, holy cow, they're just loaded with the spotted oh. lanternflies, and they're destructive. You know, they go after uh, fruit trees and hops. You know, people that brew their own beer and grow their own hops got to keep an eye on their hops. But uh, yeah, they're uh, they're just they reproduce, and they're just so hard to get a hold of, and. You know, they don't fly. They're actually giant plant hoppers, but they get up in a breeze and they hitchhike on vehicles and they're coming this way and, you know, the Department of Agriculture and everybody's trying to figure out what to do with these things and just another one of those invasive pests that are... If you see a spotted lanternfly, kill it. Squish it. If you can. Right. For more information about Davy Tree or ask what's going on with your trees, go to Davy.com slash KDKA. Remember, you can always call the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. I'm answering questions after the show. Go to DougOster.com. Check out my new video with organic pest control there. Learn about coming to Tuscany with me. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data Fixed Median Download Speeds USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.